Good evening. I'm October Weeks, paranormal horror dark fantasy author. I also write paranormal romance under the name Libby Bishop. Welcome to Haunted October's Paranormal Podcast. Grab your favorite drink, cozy up around the campfire, and enjoy the show. So before we start tonight's discussion, I'm sorry that I've been away. I know it's been about uh, three or four weekends since my last um, podcast, and I did not mean to take that long of a break, but... Um, I had some life stuff going on, so I'm back now, though. (laughs) Um, And so tonight we're just going to talk about um, some random paranormal randomness, I guess we can say, uh, that's been going on the last uh, few weeks. Uh, So first, I did get, I did go ahead and splurge and buy an EVP recorder. Um, it is specifically for ghost hunters. And I know at first I said, like, three or four podcasts ago that I wasn't sure if I actually wanted to get one because I already have a voice recorder that I was using. But, um, went, you know, for the pacer that used to be in the downstairs bedroom. But I decided that, you know, after what happened up at Riker Basin and the fact that I seem to be doing some more ghost hunting that I should just buy one specifically for that because my phone caught like an amazing amount of voices um, up at Riker Basin like I talked about in the last podcast and I was I like it's really hard to get a clear you can hear some words you can't hear whole sentences and I cleaned it up I ran it through my audacity program which I use for my podcasts and I cleaned it up enough so you can get a you can string some words together you you can form like a half sentence Um, in some cases it was just one or two words Um, but it was better than, and I got the background noise out so I could hear those voices better um, that were talking under us that we couldn't hear. So I'm contemplating here and we got a little bonus at work and I'm like, okay, so most of that went to bills. And I know, (laughs) damn adulting, but um, I'm like, I'm gonna buy myself a little treat with this bonus, so I got myself um, an EVP recorder. I haven't tried it yet. Um, I did only got it about a week or so ago, so I'm gonna try it this weekend, and I'm excited, so I'll let you guys know how that goes um, after I use it, hopefully before the next podcast next week. Um, but I'm excited about it, because, I mean, I did, um, you know, turn it on, made sure everything worked, um, kind of figured out how it works that way when I use it. Um, I mean, it is a standard voice recorder, but it's got features specifically for ghost hunting, so I'm pretty, um, not to be on repeat, but I'm pretty excited to use it. Um, I want, I almost used it the other night in my house because I could kind of feel something here with me, but I'm like, mm, do I really want to do that right now? And it didn't feel right, so I didn't. But Who knows, maybe I'll leave it on tonight and just say, if anyone's here, you can talk to me, and then I'll check it in the morning and see what happens. 
Um, as for actual ghost interactions, I haven't had any in as intense ones as Riker Basin. Um, so as I've said and explained in past episodes, I have my own experiences by myself. But when I'm with my friend Jamie, we have we our sensitivity like triples, and we attract everything. <laughs> we definitely, I mean, we haven't gone out together um, in a while, like specifically just checking things out and feeling things out. But Riker Basin, and when we were at the end, when we got in the car at the end of that whole episode, um, we're like, well, I guess we haven't lost our touch. <laughs> so since then, <laughs> I've had lighter encounters. Last uh, weekend, I had a friend come over with his son, and his son had mentioned that he thought there was a ghost around him or in his house. And when he walked into the house and we were sitting together talking about stuff, um, I could feel it. It was um, like a male, it was definitely male energy. And it was like an older male, 50s or 60s. Wasn't threatening, wasn't anything. It was just kind of, you know, there, checking, you know, just there. And, um, so there was that, and then earlier than, like a week before that, uh, in my house, um, I was writing in at my desk, and I was actually working on uh, Billy Shane too, and I say that specifically because I was <laughs> at a scene, and I'm writing about, um, I don't wanna give too much away, <laughs> about the book right now, so I'm trying to figure out how to say this. So in this scene, this particular uh, beastie that Billy is dealing with um, has just attacked someone. So she comes in, and I'm writing that scene where they find her, and as I'm writing this, I can feel someone like standing behind me, almost like someone's reading over your shoulder and they're like write faster I've got to read this <laughs> so for Christ's sakes I can't even get away like write faster write faster is what I hear from um, my readers and I love that but <laughs> to have that person standing behind me like you need to write faster you need to write faster <laughs> oh like I'm going as fast as I can um, so there was that and so those are the type of experience I've been having. Just really light. And you know, like a, a night or two ago, that's when I originally first was gonna maybe use my, the voice recorder in the house. It was the same thing. It was just someone kind of lingering um, around, not really specifically wanting anything, not being strong, just their presence was there. Like, oh, hey, I'm here, and that was about it. They are probably just floating through the house and you know, left, because I don't feel them right now, but uh, they, I couldn't tell if it was male or female, but it was just a very light energy, um, so I couldn't really tell if it was male or female, but they were here for a couple of days, and I don't feel them right now, there's something else here, <laughs> in the downstairs, I swear to God, there's something in this downstairs bedroom that just kind of pulls people in, but although ever since um, I fixed it up and made it my writing room, 
it's been really light energy. You know, the pacer's not here. There's nothing negative here. Just, there's just, they just float. <laughs> they just kind of pass through, I think. Um, like, oh, hey, yeah, this is cool. And then just kind of leave. Um, I'll say hi if I feel, you know, I'll be like, hey, what's up? Welcome to the house. What's going on? And then they just kind of hang out a little bit for a day or two and be on their way. Um, thankfully, no negative ones. <laughs> I say that because Riker Basin really, woo. You'll have to listen to that podcast if you haven't yet to understand why I say that. Outside of ghosts, um, I want to tell you a little bit about, uh, talk a little bit about the tarot cards. So I finally got that deck that I had discussed during my tarot podcast, the Madame Clara five cent deck. Oh, you guys, it finally arrived. I ordered it, and that's the one I ordered in June, and it finally got here yesterday. I cannot tell you how much I love this deck. It is one. The art on it is awesome. It is amazing. Uh, it's got that kind of like that, you know, vintage feel to it. And it's just, uh, you got to go check out the pictures of it. So I posted uh, pictures of the deck on my, on my Instagram and Tumblr page. So go check those pictures out uh, if you haven't seen the actual deck yet because like I said they are wicked wicked awesome so I unwrap it you know and I'm checking everything out kind of saying hi you know doing the ritual of getting to know it and so on and so forth and I kind of set it aside for a little bit um, I think it was about two hours last night and then I went back to it and decided to do a one card draw because that's how I personally when I first start shuffling the deck that's how I get to know the cards that's how I bond with them I do probably like two or three weeks of just one card draws and once I feel like I'm really bonded with the deck that's when I'll do other readings um so this one has got a very whimsical feel to it which I oh love 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 <laughs> um so I did a one card draw and I did I felt that the minute that card just popped out of the deck I'm like mm, yep you're what you're gonna be a well-used deck <laughs> I could just feel the bond with it um so I'm super excited about it being here and I can't wait to use it more and to get more acquainted so if you have not had a chance to check that deck out the madame clara five cent deck check it out because it's amazing and a friend sent me a link to another deck and i'm trying really hard not to order any more decks because i have now i have seven of them and I'm trying super let's try and like wicked hard to not buy any but he sends me the link and I go and I see the pictures and I read up on it and I've already got a deck uh, by this person. It's James Eads. And I'm like, damn it. Damn it, I'm gonna have to get this deck. Uh, right now it's, um, uh, it's, it has a Kickstarter going right now. Uh, but well, the Kickstarter ended and, but, and you can pre-order it now. It's a 78 card Oracle deck. Um, 
with a 400-page hardcover book uh, on Cosmo Visions and Prismo and the Prisma Visions. And oh my God, <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I cannot get another deck. And I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at all the pictures, and I'm like, damn it, yeah. Yeah, I am going to get another deck because I can't not get this deck because now I'm in love with it. <laughs> so there will be eight. I'll have eight, and hopefully no other tarot cards decide to talk to me. But you know, even though I have so many, that Revelations Tarot by Zach Wong is still my everyday deck. It's still the one I'm most bonded with. It is the most, like I said before, it's the most Piscean deck that I have ever laid hands on. And it's actually, it sits on my desk, uh, on my writing desk, and it never leaves it. It literally, I picked it up when I was moving everything back into the room after I was done moving furniture around. And um, immediately, the energy from it was like, you're putting me on the desk. I'm staying here. I'm numero uno. That's that. There's no argument. Just put me on the desk. And that's where it's been ever since. So, and like I said, I use it every day. However, the other tarot desk, desks, ugh, can't even talk right now. Because <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Um, the other decks are behind me on a shelf. And I take each of them out. I make sure to use them every week. Um, here and there, whether it's a one card draw, sometimes I actually just take them off the shelf and out and shuffle them and just kind of not do a reading, you know, but just kind of lay them out. And because I love the art on all of these. So if I'm not going to do a reading, I still like to take them out and um, you know, to keep that bond there. I'm also excited lately because <laughs> you know what's coming. You know what season we're going into? My favorite season. We're coming into autumn and uh, here in Vermont, we've had the temperatures are kind of changing more towards the autumn feel and absolutely love that. Of course, we're still going to get some warm dates because it is September. Um, and sometimes we get some in October too, some really nice warm days, but we're getting into that uh, 60s weather and, you know, so cool nights and really nice days. So I am very excited about this. <laughs> and of course, my favorite months are October and November and Halloween's coming. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you. On Labor Day, I put up my Halloween decorations. <laughs> I'm not even ashamed of this. I don't care what people think. All my decorations went up. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> I'm all like, yes, here we go. I got my mood board collages all going. And I got my Halloween decorations up. And oh, I'm in a really good mood because of this. And because of that um you know and i do a lot of writing in autumn like i my muse kicks into high gear this time of year and i am writing like crazy i've got like 19 tabs open and 
you know, all the books that I'm trying to concentrate the most on um, are just, oh, they're flying. Like the words are just flying. So I'm very excited about that. At work, actually, we started discussing this at the end of August. Uh, at work, we were discussing, well, we should dress up for Halloween. And so last year, I went to work. Um, and I dressed as Harley Quinn. I had her uh, detainee outfit. And of course, done it slightly more tasteful because I was at work, so I couldn't, you know, get too crazy. But I had so much fun. I got so many compliments. I loved playing Harley. Uh, it was awesome for the day. It was awesome. Uh, so we're like, well, what do we want to do this year? You know, we wanted to do something as a group. We want to do something as a group. So we decided to do Batman villains. And of course we got on that because we were discussing, you know, over the years what we've done for Halloween costumes. And I had been talking about uh, my Harley outfit last year and and all of a sudden we're like, yes, you know, and we discussed a few different things. We're like, we should definitely do Batman villains. So we're gonna have a penguin and we're gonna have a Riddler and we're gonna have Catwoman and I am going to be the Joker. <laughs> so now I've seen a few costumes that I really like. So I'm probably gonna order one soon. And I'm really excited. I think I, I'm gonna do um, a little bit of a mashup of how he's been played and dressed um, over the years. But I actually, the TV series, the original Batman, um, I'm gonna kind of play off that one, I think, a little bit more. But I am so excited. <laughs> and of course, I will share pictures once uh, once the day comes and. I'm all dressed up. Uh, that'll be, it'll be during the week since Halloween's on a Saturday this year. So um, for actual Halloween, I'm still trying to decide if I want to be something different, but I still have, um, you know, my Harley wig and everything. So I might just do a different uh, Harley costume instead of trying to find um, something else to be. And I wouldn't mind playing Harley again because she has some awesome costumes anyway so I'm you know plenty to pick from but uh, I don't know about actual Halloween yet but for work Halloween I will be playing the Joker and I'm wicked excited uh, and I mentioned a few minutes ago there <laughs> about my writing so next um, those of you who follow my social media will know that I have two books releasing next month well if I'm really super productive <laughs> I can get one of them out at the end of September but next month I have two stories coming out I have a full-length paranormal mystery it's my I call it my dark cozy mystery uh, the Elvira monk mystery it's a haunted homecoming it'll be out uh, should be out the very beginning of October I am so excited for you guys to read this book. I loved writing Elvira. It was, it's set in the Isles in West world and it is set in Vermont, but it's in a different town, um, different characters. There's a very slight 
mention of a case that Delilah and Millie worked, but their names aren't mentioned. Um, so it's completely separate uh, characters from them. And it was so... I really enjoyed um, these characters, and Elvira was awesome to write. And I'm actually working on her second book right now. There, he, she should have at least three books. Um, the arc that I have planned for her is three books. Um, you might get a fourth, depending on the, how the third one pans out, but right now I'm planning three. Uh, so the first, that's one of the books that'll be out um, next month. The other one is a short story. It's about, it's just shy of 3,200 words, so it's a short story. It'll be a free read, like The Red Barn is. It's called The Beesville Massacre. And I gotta tell you guys about this story. So, <laughs> um, I there you're gonna see a co-author name on the cover, which is out now, which is so awesome. It's got that campy, old like homage to like '80s throw, you know, throwback '80s horror movies, which I absolutely I can't even tell you how much I love this cover, you guys. Uh, Skyla Don Cameron did. Oh, she totally nailed it. Um, so the book is about, so I went walking, um, in the summer of 2019, um, a friend's son and I were walking and we were waiting for lunch to cook. So we ended up exploring, um, an abandoned Boy Scout camp, which was by the lake we were on. And <laughs> on the way back. We were talking. So this path that winds around the lake um, uh, used to be uh, where the railroad went through. So, um, but it was converted, uh, you know, to a walking path around the lake, biking path, all that stuff. So, but the markers were still there. And uh, so we were walking back. I don't even know how it happened. We were just started coming up with this short story idea and um it meshed we used everything in the book that pertains to the troop so beesville is there because of the letter b on a marker on the railroad marker we're like beesville we can we'll call it beesville and we're like well what are we gonna name the troop so on another marker was 107 so we're like Beesville Troop 107 and it was just clicking and clicking and clicking and um, so we came up with a bunch of ideas and I wrote them all down before we left the camp and I ended up it took a few months for it to kind of gel like how to figure out how to mesh the ideas we had and what were the best ones and then of course I was waiting for a character to come up to say, oh yeah, that's me, that's me. I'm the killer, let's do this. Um, so I let it gel for a little bit in my mind and out came the main character. And I, I wrote it really fast. I wrote that first draft probably within two weeks. I let it sit for a couple of weeks, um, went back to it did some edits I had submitted it to a publisher for an anthology um, they loved it but they didn't think it fit 
so I'm gonna self-publish it. And I wanted his name to be on the cover with me because while yes, I wrote it, and yes, the story came, I wrote the flow of the story came from me, the ideas, the plot, the entire plot was made up together with him. And that is definitely co-author creds, in my opinion. So that's why you'll see my name along with his on the awesome, awesome cover. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, go check it out because it is my favorite. It's like my favorite cover, I think, ever. Um, or at least to date. I love all my covers, but oh God, she nailed it. And I have a deep, deep love for old, you know, 80s horror slasher horror movies you know the bad ones <laughs> that you used to watch like on the after midnight shows like on the usa network and everything i've got a deep love of those and um and i think i actually mentioned that in another podcast so the uh the cover and the story inside of it the short story itself harkens back to that which is the feel that we wanted for it originally that's kind of what we were that feeling of that so i think that cover just oh skyla she just nailed it she nailed it um so i'm really excited for you guys to read those i also have a um story coming out in december it's a full length Story. It, this is Sierra Madden's first book. And you guys met Sierra um, in book three of the Isles and West series. Uh, so if you haven't read those three books, or at the very least, uh, the last one, the third one, um, I'm not going to say last because I'm working on book four. But uh, if you read the third book specifically, you will see Sierra, and that's when we meet her. Um, I'm very excited, again, for you guys to read uh, that book because her character, she comes from a dark place. She comes from a dark family and who use their gifts, um, they bend to the dark. And it was so much, I had so much fun and I really loved getting to know her character and how she grows and how she's trying you know how she's trying to balance her past with trying to forge her new future so you know in whispering falls um where her family had done so much damage so mm, i'm so excited for you guys to read it um it comes out in december um i'm very i'm aiming for the first to second week. I just got edits back on it and uh, you can see the cover. I posted the cover for it because I can't keep a cover to myself to save my life. Uh, like as soon as I get it, I have to show you guys. <laughs> like I, I try, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do a cover reveal. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't. I gotta, I gotta share this cover. Uh, and of course, Skyla did all of those covers for me that I just, of uh, the books I just talked about coming out at the end of the year. Um, as I said, I'm gonna. I really want uh, the next Billy book to be out sooner rather than later, and it's writing really like the words 
are just pouring out. So I'm very excited about that. I've got Elvira book two, Sierra book two. I've um, got the second story in the Dark Zodiac series. That's going to, um, I, oh God, you guys, I have so many. <laughs> and I have a feeling that next year I'm going to have a lot of releases. Um, my aim is was always to release one book per quarter starting this year and I have met that so I'm very excited that I have so many books being lined up for next year as well um, some of them will be published through a publisher and the rest of course I'll be self-publishing so that's my exciting writing news I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on those books um, again uh, if you have any questions um, I know uh, some of you have commented to me on Tumblr, so I just also want to say that I know I took my prompts down for a little bit. I'm redoing some things. Uh, they will be back up soon, I promise. And I do have some flash fiction um, lined up to come out and then in for October for Halloween. So keep your eyes peeled for that on my Tumblr page, and I'm super excited. <laughs> There's just so much I'm excited about. I can't even... As you can tell by the tone of my voice. So that is what's going on with me lately uh, in terms of ghosts and tarot and my writing. The next podcast, I'm hoping to have a story for you based on uh, using my EVP recorder. Hopefully some good stuff. And I still do plan on releasing the photos and hopefully some of the audio that I caught from Riker Basin. Um up on my website so that you guys can check that out and as always if you have any questions comments opinions or if you have an idea for what you'd like to hear me talk about on the podcast you can um, go to my website octoberweeks.net and under the contacts page uh, you can contact me that way or you can contact me at octobers paranormal podcast at gmail.com and I will uh, address any of those questions, comments, and or any suggestions you guys may have. Um, I'll address them in the next podcast. And until the next podcast, thank you guys so, so much for joining me and have a great evening.